John Piper wrote this about Jonathan Edwards. Edwards maintained the rigor of his study schedule only with strict attention to diet and exercise. Everything was calculated to optimize his efficiency and power in study. Join Adam Howell, Ryan Hanley, and Caleb Niedemeyer as they discuss living out deeply rooted affections. This is Oaks of Righteousness podcast. Welcome to Oaks of Righteousness podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Niedemeyer, joined by Ryan Hanley and Adam Howell. Guys, it is uh, good to uh, be back after just a, a week off, and we, we get to do this again. So, Is that the shortest time between recordings we've done so far? I think since the very beginning, it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think we... We, we might get in three episodes this year. Yeah. Those, old, uh, those old garage days, we were consistent. <laughs> Dude, the garage days were the best. I mean, they were they were interesting at, at least. So they we were probably, that. We should probably pull back one of those pictures when we were all sitting on like like little tricycles in your. Were we on? Were we on tricycles here. or box jumps? I feel like I, we had box jumps. I, yes, yes to all the above. Yeah, I, I think it was all of the above. Yeah. <laughs> I think I sat in one of those little red cars with the the uh, yellow roofs <laughs> at one point. <laughs> Probably not really. Well, my kids have grown out of that. Uh, That's uh, that just shows how long ago that was. Exactly. It happens in a blink. Um, but we are still quarantined in in our in our abodes and our offices. But um, it's it's good to see your your faces and hear your voices. Um, wanted to talk a little bit today about um, our affections and. Uh, specifically fitness and the way that we use our um, use our physical bodies to um, affect and pursue godliness and holiness. Paul says to Timothy, bodily exercise profiteth little, um, but it does profit. There, there is a profit there. And uh, Jonathan Edwards uh, was very disciplined in the way that he... Um, Ate uh, and made he knew how every um, how his diet affected him, so he could study to the best of his ability. He knew what the Lord wanted him to do, and so he he was very purposeful in how he ate, and then he was even purposeful in his exercise, um, whether it was chopping firewood or going for or uh, a walk or a horseback ride. Horseback ride? I don't know. Going going out Just on a horse. for the for the it's record, early, Ron and so. I are sitting here listening to this. Um, all stoically, as if we're not shocked and surprised by the topic, but uh, we'll see what we can do with it. I mean, I it's texted true. you at like eleven o'clock last night. That's true. Something like that. I yeah, didn't we're get good. to. I didn't get your text until this morning, which was good thing because I. Re, uh, it reminded me that. Uh, <laughs> it reminded me that. Here we go. Oh man. Okay, uh, so um, this is we we have to explain this on radio. Yeah, so Ryan yeah. is is now. Uh, put a background on his zoom call that is a garage which uh, reminds us all of the the good old garage days we're back though, uh, though that's a pretty white clean garage that's not the, the dank <laughs> wood true. paneling garage that we were in that's this is the way i have memories this is the way i remember things everything's nice and pretty and white and can you can you like add like little things in the background like a little bike and <laughs> different things or is that 
probably. <laughs> when Adam said we were sitting back stoically listening to this, I was not. I was trying to find <laughs> garage images, so I should probably pay attention now. Uh, that's good. Um, yeah, so just uh, Jonathan Edwards is very purposeful in that, in his in his diet and his exercise for for what the Lord had called him to in, in pursuing pastoral ministry and, and theological interaction. And so uh, today we, we have um, two guys who have biked across the entire state of Iowa. Oh, yeah. Um, we did do that. <laughs> that was longer ago than the garage that we sat in. <laughs> <laughs> 2010 uh, is when that was, by the way. Yes. Oh, 10 years. Are you guys going to do a, an anniversary trip across Iowa on your, on your bikes uh, again? No, because this is, this is this the 10th year. year, and uh, uh, I, I haven't heard. I don't think it's happening this year, though. But yeah, I don't I'm not know. sure. You'd have to stay six feet apart as you biked, so. It is true. But uh, Adam and Ryan, you guys have both been involved in CrossFit, um, which is very theological. I was going to say, is that is that CrossFit or is that CrossFit? <laughs> oh. Uh, we'll, we'll let Dude, the audience decide. CrossFit was made for like cheesy christian appropriation <laughs> now that's what we're trying the to 90, do here in the 90s um <laughs> yeah exactly um man we gotta bring back hey, like ripping speaking of 90s books. guys um this is not on topic but since we're kind of having fun this is uh this is good i uh pulled up some old passion uh songs the other day and the passion 98 album has like um yeah man what was the song Lord, I lift your name on high. Um, <laughs> let your mercy fall from heaven. Sweet mercy fall from heaven. New mercies for today. Shower them down, Lord, as we pray. Man, it, that was rocking. So, yeah, That's good stuff. My so beard just awesome. got grayer. That is awesome. <laughs> when, when you did, Lord, I lift your name on high. Um, of course, late '90s. That might have been a little bit late for us but there there are a host of hand oh, yeah. motions that I, go I along with I actually remember so. those and uh, when I started singing it in the house uh, Liz and I started doing the hand yeah. motions in our garage and uh, but then I thought yeah late 90s with college students at passion it probably was not uh, probably not a lot of hand motions going on <laughs> I was still in diapers uh, but I'll, I'll, dude seriously uh, I believe 98 that. how old were you eight you were still oh in diapers at eight? <laughs> Holy God, no. I, was, I was just, I was being he a was little a late, facetious. He was a late bloomer. <laughs> I was being a little facetious, but... Uh, oh, my. <laughs> goodness. We need to get this thing back <laughs> that's on That's where track. we edit that out. <laughs> um, no, that's good. So you um, you guys have, have been involved in CrossFit at... Uh, different levels and yes. um, <laughs> that's, I, a, that's a massive understatement well I mean I've been involved in it too you know when I read articles I feel like that's that's being <laughs> that involved, involved as, as much as I've um, and uh, just different levels of, of fitness and, and where we're at different things and I just want to talk a little bit about how how we as Christians need to view that um, and um, pursue you know, we don't have to be the the Olympian, uh, in, as far as that's concerned. But but there is a a level in in scripture of taking care of our bodies and 
uh, the way that's tied into our spiritual spiritual lives. And so, uh, first I want to talk to you guys about um, the paleo diet, because I don't know how you guys do that, first of all. Um, I do not. The paleo diet? Don't, don't you... <laughs> <laughs> You've done. That. I don't. Adam. Adam does Here's it. The I thing don't. With paleo, uh. is you get um, you get uh, flack from both sides. If you eat paleo, or if you even mention the word paleo, uh, you're assumed to be some sort of like uh, hippie fruitcake that um, that just eats nuts and seeds all the time and uh, like a bird. Yeah, and that that is. And you're, and you're saying that's false. that is false, at least for us. <laughs> so Liz and I will always talk about like. Yeah, we're like 70-30 paleo or 80-20 paleo, but then the 30 and the 20 is, um, you know, every scoop of ice cream that I eat in addition to whatever <laughs> whatever is considered paleo. But um, are you were you going to go somewhere with paleo, or can I talk about... I, wa- I was, ahead, yeah, man. and just... Go for but, it. <laughs> but I, what I was going to say is is there's there's obviously extremes of, hey, and God's given us everything, so let's just eat and, and be merry. And then there's the other side of, let's eat stones and rocks. That way we can live till we're 120. <laughs> but but how do we how do we balance that and, and take theologically um, and, and, and root what we eat in theology? Um, and, and saying, like, all through the Proverbs, you, you get stuff where it's like, if you're given to, to food, put a knife to your neck. Um, and, and even with, with Timothy, his diet affected his stomach and so how he could minister. So how does, how does that play into today when we have an abundance of, of food options and opportunities to, to, um, I don't know, go in, in one direction or the other. And how do we, how do we root that and say, Hey, for food is fuel. I don't know. I guess that's kind of where I'm, where I'm headed in that. Yeah, I think, I mean, maybe maybe one aspect to talk about, I, I like how you pointed to the Proverbs, and I think um, seeing this as a wisdom issue, a, a matter of wisdom, is this might be the only meaningful thing I could contribute to this conversation. People can't uh, see me nodding fitness, at the but, moment, but yes, this is correct. <laughs> um, and And I would say there is biblical wisdom for this, like I think the Bible gives us discernment and things about, like, uh, staying away from drunkenness and gluttony uh, as far as eating is concerned. Um, but, you know, it doesn't command or disapprove of paleo or something like that. And so I think, uh, you know, one thing is that we have a right perspective of this. You know, when, you know, if Adam talks about eating paleo, if I'm judging him, like legitimately judging him in my heart as either, uh, you know, this is this is the only holy way to eat or uh, this is garbage in a theologically biblical way or something like that, uh, clearly I'm, I'm off base. And I, I say that because, I mean, I think we legitimately have issues with that in, in a society like ours where we look at the diets people are or aren't doing, and there's like legitimate judgment going on in our hearts as if someone has stepped off the map. Um, and so, yeah, I think, I think there's that aspect of it. Um, there was, Adam, if you have something, jump in. There was something else on that track. It slipped yeah. my mind momentarily. <clears throat> I don't want to steal your thunder. If it comes back to you, jump in. But the wisdom issue is, is I think, a, a good way to think about it because wisdom inherently has to require balance. 
Um, I mean, as we look at the Proverbs, the ones dealing specifically with food or drunkenness or gluttony, um, that has to be balanced with, uh, Caleb, like you mentioned, the book of Ecclesiastes that says, uh, enjoy the things that the Lord has given to you. And that's, uh, that is this notion of reading the Bible canonically that Ecclesiastes and Proverbs give us that balance. And then, you know, also the, the notion of not all of the Proverbs, you, you can't take the Proverbs as promises. Um, you know, you might eat a really healthy diet and not be given over to food and have health problems. Uh, you know, it, 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 you, you, it's, wisdom is not this black and white issue of this is always right and this is always wrong. Um, you might be an adamant paleo eater and find out that you have some sort of health problem that requires you to move away from it that you're not sinning uh, by doing that, you know, and, and so to put it in the, in the category of a wisdom issue is, is very helpful, uh, I think, because then it, that alleviates even the judgment uh, that we might uh, put on, on one another. Um, the other thing about this, um, and I, I'm trying to put this together in my brain right now, which is really good radio, but um the thing about seeing it as a wisdom issue uh, and not a law issue is it kind of removes the Phariseeism of of our lives um, to to some yeah. degree to where um, a lot of times I think that we will state the negatives of a particular way of caring for the body because what actually is going on is we're jealous of the body that somebody else may have which is problematic on a ton of fronts. Uh, that's problematic because there's envy involved. That's problematic because there's uh, comparison involved. That, that, that just becomes incredibly spiritually problematic. Um, there's yeah. image that's involved. Um, and, but then the, the way we combat that is to say, well, you just spend way too much time thinking about your body. Well, no, maybe I don't. Maybe I really do want to eat healthy so that I can play with my kids when I'm 70. Uh, you know, maybe I do want to preserve. Maybe maybe your grandkids are great grandkids. <laughs> that's that's I true. Know, you might know, wrestle around you know, with your wrestle around with with sixty year old son. <laughs> he didn't eat healthy, yeah. unfortunately. So by that time, he's decrepit. Well, and, well, and it, you know, you just. I don't know. That's that's our no. That's absolutely a lot of right. that has been our mentality. And you, if I can, in this same vein, kind of jump to the uh, jump to the CrossFit world. Can I do that now, Caleb? You've already done it. Yeah. Well, there. Yeah. Let, let me okay, jump in do. real fast on the on the diet part, and then then jump to that. I hate um, the word diet. One by thing the way, I was going to add with the yeah um, diet meaning uh, what you eat. <laughs> I'll just go with that. Um, to some degree, it's. I think it's important too, as we realize, as this is a, a wisdom issue, uh, we realize that, like we're in a place where we have a lot of options for food. Um, we're in a place where we have, a lot of us do, um, and more or less degree, you know, disposable income to determine at what level we're even eating these things, and you know, that's fairly significant. Uh, that you know, the point of history that we live in and the, the place where we live, where we even have the option of, of the kinds of things that we're eating rather than I literally found these roots <laughs> yeah. uh, to eat and that's all I've got. So I'm going to uh, munch down on this and thank the Lord for it. And, you know, we'll see what happens tomorrow. So 
I think that's that's a, a helpful part of, of wisdom, uh, even as we, you know, you mentioned issues of comparison and things like that, uh, you know, that we we consider, I think, maybe how this might sound also mm-hmm. to people who don't have that option. So anyway, go ahead with the uh, the CrossFit thing. Um, well, I forgot or to, whatever. I forgot now what I was going to say about it. But yeah, I, I, there's several things that have been kind of funny going through my brain here. Uh, regarding this, uh, the one of them was the Daniel diet. Uh, you guys know this yes. thing, yeah. yeah. And um, yes. yeah, I think that I, th- I think that what that I guess what I want to get across here is is that uh, I think that eating and caring for the body, as it as it pertains to Scripture, is uh, wis- is a, it is a wisdom issue. It is not prescribed. And so I guess the reason the Daniel diet came to my mind is because a lot of people will look at, uh, at Daniel and say, this is how God intended us to eat. And I'm like, ah, not sure that's what that passage is trying to tell us. Uh, it's not giving yeah. us a rigorous diet program. It's uh, telling us yeah. that the Lord preserves his people when they <laughs> obey him. Um, and uh, so, so, you know, that's one point to make, um, which, again, puts this eating thing into a wisdom category. Um, but I, I teach an online Daniel class, and uh, that question comes up every term I teach that. And, and it's in various capacities. Some are like really asking it from a like, hey, should I be doing this? Am I missing out on something? And others who are just like, hey, so this is a thing. Can you comment on it? But it's, it's interesting. Do you make it required reading the Daniel Diet book? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so, so with that, like, I. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of Edwards, who was very purposeful, and I, I'm trying to remember. Like I, he, he had a fairly finicky stomach, um, from what I can remember. <laughs> Not that I knew him, but just from from the. I think it's from all the roots and yeah. berries they ate back then, because that that seems like there was a lot of people writing. You know, in 1700s, 1800s, they would talk about these, or 16, 1600s even. They would talk about these. Uh, stomach ailments they had that were preventing them from significant ministry. And I'm like, man, <laughs> it's some serious issues going on. Get some Tums, bro. Uh, <laughs> exactly. But like, I'm just thinking of that seriousness of this does affect me and this will affect how I'm able to minister to my family, to those around me in my church and in my community. Um, but just, just, Sometimes we do we think about it in today's society, but with a different focus of what are people going to see when they see me? Does that make sense? Like the mm-hmm. shift yeah. from Edwards going, I want to minister and use this life to the best of my ability for God's glory to I want to be able to post an Instagram photo of how great I look or how great the food I make <laughs> is. Yeah. But, but how does that shift in, in scripture and how does that um, as we view food biblically and from an affectionate um, point of view. Yeah, I, I, it, um, I think it becomes that it, like that's you're getting at kind of the mindset that I had in mind a moment ago that I can't I can't communicate and I still can't put it together in my brain. But <laughs> there's a distinction between like the fundamental sins in our lives that lead us to eat a certain way versus the wisdom of eating a certain way such that we are more capable to do what God has called us to do. Um, 
to, to eat in such a way that we become more capable of doing what God has called us to do, I think, is, is part of that wisdom issue. We, that's a wise thing to do. But, but it's not, um, it's, I don't think that then becomes rooted in the sinful disposition of I want to be shredded uh, and I want to be, you know, I want to wear a tight T-shirt when I'm preaching and let my, bol- my biceps bulge. You know, like that's a totally different problem. That is sinful. Uh, you, does that make sense? But it is a very wise thing to do if you have the mindset, and and maybe if we could, you know, separate off the affections as being spirit driven, then the spirit leading our hearts in such a way that we have the wise capacity to eat well, but with the mindset of longevity. Like that's that's what I have to always keep in mind. Is like I'm not trying to discipline my eating. I don't try to discipline my eating a lot right now, period. But like my goal is not to have some sort of sinful physique or to have some sort of sinful comparison that I can lift this much weight and you can't, or I can do this workout faster than you or like that cannot be the goal that becomes a sinful goal. But if the spirit can give us the grace that our goal legitimately is you know, I want to be on the mission field when I'm 85, if the Lord wills it. And I need to make decisions now about how to care for my body so that that can happen. That's a whole different disposition than, um, than any sort of sinful thing. So I I think that gets to the, I mean, you're pointing at the heart thing and, and it, what's so interesting is that I mean, I really think that kind of points to the neutrality of things like what we eat and and how we uh, physically exert our energies and things like that. Like the same action can be godly or sinful um, based yeah. on what we're what we're doing in our hearts. Um, so yeah, I, you've said everything else that needs to be said about yeah, that. Yeah, and uh, Caleb, you've mentioned like food is fuel um like that's a much better way of of thinking about it and for this longevity because um another sinful tendency for us is uh, ryan mentioned earlier gluttony um that in in our culture and because we're we where we live and we have the access to lots of incredible food like food becomes entertainment and and that yeah. also, I think, derives from a sinful disposition. And I'm talking to myself, like, this is the case in my life, too. I'm not, um, it, but it, it becomes entertainment, food does. Um, or, uh, you know, I, Liz and I will laugh around at, uh, you know, I'll be, I'll be sitting around at night, have a good, healthy dinner that she cooks, and then I go grab the, uh, the box of uh, Honey Nut Cheerios and just sit in front of the TV and uh, eat probably what would equate to seven bowls of cereal uh, as I'm just <laughs> sitting there with the box. And That's a lot yeah, of Yeah, well, uh, you know, maybe I'm speaking a little, uh, <laughs> little hyperbolically here, but, um, <laughs> you know, then her question is, did you have a bad day? And it's like, oh, yeah, okay. So now food is not entertainment. It's just stress relief. And, uh, like, we just need to be aware of those things and work from a spirit-filled heart of temperance, I guess. Like, I, that feels like an Edwards term. Yeah. Um, temperance and balance. Um, and I'm, you know, 
I'm indicting myself right here as well. So if you're listening to this, I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, I think th- I, this isn't a, a food episode necessarily, but, but there's that celebratory aspect of it as well. And um, I mean, we keep saying, oh, and this, oh, and this, oh, and this, oh, and this. And I, I, that just keeps coming back to the idea of where's your heart and that this is a wisdom issue yeah. that, uh, I, I mean, like anything, uh, anything with the affections, this, this requires a, a abiding relationship with the Lord, a reliance on the Lord to even understand how do I view food? Is this, and, and not in a overwhelming, you know, uh, who will rescue me from this body of death kind of way. But, uh, you know, am, am I celebrating the Lord's goodness when I enjoy this delightful food? Am I stress eating um, in an unhealthy coping way that takes me away from the Lord? Or am I enjoying this and it is a stress relief? I think, you know, God can even do that with delightful, enjoyable things that it, it has a, an effect on our physical bodies. Um, <laughs> so, so there you go. Have your Cheerios, man. Have your Cheerios. I, went with, I honestly went with Honey Nut Cheerios to be uh, a little more temperate in the, what I was portraying that I actually ate. I usually go for like Lucky Charms or the, uh, what's the there other one go. we've got now? These, these like Eggo Waffle Cereal. Dude, it's amazing. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, it's like really existed. sweet Captain Crunch. Um, yeah, okay. So, anyway. I can't do that stuff anymore. <laughs> but, no, uh, so we have uh, what, Fruity Pebbles, and my, my kids are just gobbling that stuff up. Dude, that's yeah. terrible. Yeah. I, no. oh, I can't well, that's because you're out in Colorado now. You've got this highfalutin idea about what you can yeah. and can't eat. That's you guys right. eat, like, leaves and acorns and stuff out there. They, there are a lot of leaves that are consumed in Colorado. That's um, <laughs> also true. <laughs> um, hey, let, uh-huh. me, let me say one more thing on the diet. This might be helpful to people for a balance kind of notion. Um, if anybody looks up paleo dieting, and maybe you are, or probably Caleb is going to put a link to the paleo diet in the in the show <laughs> notes or something. But if you look up paleo dieting, it's actually quite strict. Um, but the way CrossFit words dieting, I think, is more balanced. Uh, the way they think about food and what the nutrition is the way they call it, which is right. That's, I don't like the word dieting because you'd think, oh, I'm on a diet or something, but, but right. nutrition and fuel. And the way they say it is meat and vegetables, uh, nuts and seeds, some fruit, little starch and no sugar. Uh, and by processed, by no sugar, they mean processed sugar. But uh, meats and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit, little starch and no sugar. And that doesn't rule out bread. That just means be temperate with it. That doesn't rule out uh, sugar that's in fruit. Enjoy bananas, enjoy apples, um, but be temperate with it. You know, and so even just, of course, CrossFit, I don't think is touting biblical temperance, but, uh, but, but they're allowing room for things that maybe if you look at a strict paleo diet, don't. So anyway. The way you said that, it kind of, kind of made me think you guys say that at the beginning of every workout with we your do. hand over yeah, your heart because you're looking at the CrossFit, <laughs> it is. It's the mantra. CrossFit yeah. flag. We uh, hired everyone time, time before. How, how long did it out. take you to memorize that? Uh, well, in all my coaching years, it uh, I probably said it 600 times. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Meat and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit, little starch, and no sugar. 
All right, so if we can move a little bit to the, to the physical exercise side of it. Isn't um, that what this is about, fitness? How did we? <laughs> well, I mean, diet goes into fitness. that, right? You can't, um, can't have your, well, I try to have my cake and eat it too because yes. I, I like my cake. So I'll, I'll run in order to excuse my, my Liz cake. asked me yesterday um, uh, what, what I thought sounded good for dinner, and I texted her back, birthday cake? That sounds really good. <laughs> yes. So, we didn't have birthday um, cake last night, but I'm sorry. Um, uh, but also, okay, so uh, Edwards, he's known for like sitting in his office for 12, 14 hours a day studying, but he, he still made time for at least one physical activity a day uh, because he knew how important it was. And a lot of times we, I mean, you guys are, are professors, and uh, so you sit in an office a lot. And as a pastor, sometimes we uh, will end up sitting in an office a lot of times. But, but talk about the, uh, the way and, and how physical activity can be helpful, even in the discipline of study, when you have to sit for long, long periods of time, um, and how that, that can help us as we pursue our relationship with the Lord. I mean, it's safe. Uh, I mentioned before we started this uh, that any advice I gave in terms of fitness would be sheer hypocrisy um, because I'm, I'm definitely doing a lot more sitting these days than anything else. Um, I, I mean, I would just say whether, whether this is uh, biblically rooted wisdom or not, uh, I feel like garbage. And <laughs> when I actually move around and get out and walk a little bit it feels better so <laughs> there you go that's the uh, official medical statement uh, there from ryan hanley i feel like garbage and when pragmatism I, move, I feel better you could put that on a uh, you could put that on a poster somewhere with you walking having like a I think I'm going to... Yeah. Well, I mean, we... So, like, there there have been times definitely when I've noticed it more than others. And, and uh, as we've been quarantined the last couple of weeks, we've spent a fair bit of time as a family yep. activity, which we haven't done in a long time, just going out and walking around our neighborhood. We get in, like, maybe a mile of walking. The kids ride their bikes about 27 miles in that same time, uh, <laughs> zooming around like horse flies. And you're like... <laughs> as they come zooming by. Um, but so physically that has an effect and just physiologically the way the Lord has created us that has a mental effect as well just the time to slow down I think to get out and and walk around Um, but even just you know a a body that is more fit is going to be mentally more healthy you're going to I notice uh, again the ability to to concentrate better the the ability to be all there uh, the the sharpness or quickness of my thinking Um, I noted uh, and it Maybe this has to do with fitness. It probably does to some degree, um, but but a lot of it having to do with stress as well, especially during the dissertation writing phase. I feel like my memory was shot, just recalling normal conversational terms and things like that. It was it was absurd how like you'd be like, I need to get a drink of, uh, what's that that clear liquid that uh, sustains all life? But surely there's something. I know we have a term for this, you know. Water? Yes, yes, yes thank you. Um, so, yeah, that's 
that'll be about as as deep as my knowledge on this goes or or personal experience but um i'm thinking of two categories here one of them is the one that just reaffirming uh what ryan just said uh about just the physiological aspects that uh fitness or activity has on our bodies in the moment for just clearing the mind um calming the soul i know edwards would take long walks in the woods to just enjoy the created order uh, like that can really bring yeah. our minds back around to the lord and the the beauty of the creation and general revelation and um that that can be helpful for our souls uh in the immediate you know don't uh, don't sit and uh, binge eat cheerios go for a walk and enjoy god's creation and and be calmed in that way um you know that 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 is that is one effect, um, but then also just going back, wrapping back around to this idea of the uh, of the longevity, the lo- playing the long game, right? So, so fitness or activity, um, it it has to play into our 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 mindset of can we be at this for a long time? Uh, you know, is our heart healthy? Uh, are our lungs healthy? Is our uh, are our legs strong to be able to um, hike these mountains and the mission field or, you know, whatever it may be that the Lord has called us to. Um, I think it, it still is a wisdom issue, but I think we can say it is good and right for us to, uh, discipline our bodies so that we may not be disqualified from the task that God's called us to. Um, I probably just twisted that around a little bit from first Corinthians, but, uh, uh, you you get what I'm saying. Like, there's a long game that has to be in our mind as well. That you know, hey, I'm gonna take this walk now, and I'm trusting the Lord that that I'm that this is gonna get me down the road. Um, just yeah, I think I think the thing with with something like fitness is it's uh, it's one of those situations where and and uh, we'll say nutrition to use your term there. Um, it it doesn't often have immediate effects. Actually, the immediate effects are garbage, right? Yeah, like, I'm sore. I can't move. I, I hurt and I can't do what I need to do now. I'm actually disqualifying myself to protect my family because I yeah, can't lift my arms. Yeah, I didn't realize that muscle existed. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, there, there's, we don't see those immediate effects. And there's really an aspect of, you know, to to use a very strong term, uh, faith in, you know, the, the way the Lord has has given us the need to move around the the need to eat reasonable foods uh you know we're, we are playing that long game like you said of of you know the returns i see from this may not be immediate although when you're doing it consistently there are immediate returns that you don't necessarily mm. notice right i hey i don't feel like garbage right now you know like maybe it's because i've been eating halfway healthy and moving around a little bit you know yeah, and I, um, I, this is what I thought about earlier with the CrossFit world is that um, I would I would point out here that your your fitness routine does not have to be extravagant and uh, chaotic, right? I mean, it, you throw out the word CrossFit and everybody now immediately there comes to mind these these titan gargantuan human beings because that's what you see. On TV, if you haven't met Adam, that's exactly it's, what it's actually right. not true. Um, <laughs> but you, that's what kind of comes to people's mind, and they're like, "Well, I, number one, I don't want to do that, and number two, I can't do that, and that's fine. Uh, go for a walk. Yeah, uh, yeah, yep, yeah. Eat temperately. You know, there, 
there are it doesn't have to be this big extravagant process or um, you know difficult rigorous workout to to be putting these things into practice and um, so that that's one of the big things in the CrossFit world that you you get a lot of injuries in the CrossFit world because you get everyday Joes who are trying to do the stuff that they see on TV and they just can't do it um, and so that that's one of the things that we tried to to I guess uh, what's the word uh, keep everyday people from messing themselves up by trying to do too much. Um, you know, and, and, and actually CrossFit's whole mentality is, uh, this notion of, of being fit for life. And so they, you know, one workout a day is what they pitch. And if you look at, uh, some of the CrossFit posts nowadays, that's, it's a bit humorous from what it used to be, but they will actually use workout demonstrations with an elderly lady getting up and down off of the couch and so they're they're demonstrating squats by showing a video of an elderly lady getting up and down off the couch which is exactly the point you know that this is that long game this is that longevity that we're shooting for that you know i want to be able to stand up and sit down um so that i can get on and off of a plane when i'm 85 and go to the missions field you know that's those are the things that I try to have in my mind with fitness and I pray the Lord will grant that later in life, but that's, that's yet to be seen. I'm only 40. Wow. It's uh, getting, you're getting up yep. there, man. More than halfway, more than halfway to. Yeah. Well, those immediate results that Ryan just mentioned that are garbage. Just let me tell you at, at 40, I don't know what happened. But there wasn't a whole lot that changed at 40, and I don't really feel like I'm that old. But, dude, it, it's like, wow, that hurts. Oh, man, that hurts. <laughs> I don't want to do that workout today because that hurts. <laughs> so everything hurts. Hmm. <laughs> so what do we take away from this? Everything hurts, hurts, folks. That's right. <laughs> As you get older. No, I think, I think that is really good. Because Paul does talk about that, he beats his mm-hmm. body into subjection, which, I mean, <laughs> that's not, he's not playing around with it. It's not, it's not a, he doesn't want to be cast aside at the end of, end of his life, whether that's in a sinful way or um, uh, some sort of sinful thing. And gluttony is a sin. And um, we, we need to, Probably in our day and age, we we probably tend towards that, lean towards that side of things more than, oh man, you should you should have that second steak <laughs> and and, yeah. and help feed yourself. Um, I don't know if that makes sense, but but there is a there is a spiritual aspect to it that sometimes we we neglect in our in our thinking and in the way we we uh, move and have our being in this. Yeah, I think that I like that you use the word neglect because it's not an it's not like we're intentionally destroying our bodies because we don't want to do what God's called us to do. You know that that's not our goal, but we we forget that that somehow uh, caring for our bodies it does indeed have an effect on our spiritual state and on our longevity. So, well, it's mundane. Uh, it's it's something that we just do right like we have three meals a day and 
however we're raised, we just kind of just go through the routine and we don't even think about, oh, this might actually affect how I can wake up in the morning and read my Bible or how I go to sleep at night and how mm-hmm. I have rest. Um, because we think in these categories of, well, it's not quote unquote sin to eat X, Y, and Z and it's a good gift from God. So therefore I'm okay. It's like, well, think through this in the bigger picture, the longevity of, is this helping carry the kingdom forward in your neighborhood? And if God calls you when you you have the time and the ability to go overseas, are you going to be able to do that? Um, so I, I think that's, Christianity has that eschatological view, the the end time view um, that we have to have in our daily life to affect what we put into our bodies, so that at the end we have we have something left in the tank, so to speak. I don't know if that maybe that's wrong. I don't know. No, I think that's right. Caleb, are yeah. you training for a triathlon? No, no, because I can't swim very well, and I don't. That's I don't what have... training is for. <laughs> I don't have I don't have access well I don't have access to to a body of water that will allow me to I've got a I've got swing. a friend who can show you how to do that on a on a on a workout bench yes. in his basement. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, this would be a shout out to John. We'll see if he listens to this. <laughs> all the way through until it's mentioned. What, yeah. what did he have? Was it the uh like elastic yeah. bands? What was he using? Yeah, it was for elastic the... bands, and he would lay face down on a workout bench and had the bands attached <laughs> and uh, swim up, up in front of him so that he would uh, move his uh, move his arms in a swimming motion with resistance from the bands as if he were pulling against the water. His, um, I really just hope Ashley went down every now and again and just sprayed him oh, with his, a spray his bottle. Dad, yes. um, <laughs> that's what, that's, that's his exactly dad said, right. now all we need to do... So John sent us a picture of this, and his dad said, now all we need to do is put a bucket of water in front of him so he can dip his face in it and, and feel like he's there. <laughs> it was good. Uh, or he can get one of those little um, gerbil bottles yeah. that you have yeah, in your Yeah, that's right. Right, and have a drip on them. Just drip slowly. Um, <laughs> splash, hey, before splash. we digress too much further, this came to my mind, and I feel like we need to say it as part of this podcast, but um, at least for myself, and I'll let Ryan and Caleb speak for themselves, but I feel like we've given some uh, strong comments both for and against dieting and for and against fitness, and um, I think everybody just needs to know that we're not there yet. Like, we're not just a bunch of... Uh, yeah, you should yeah, post pictures of me. We're, we're not just a bunch of uh, godly fitness no, no, no. dieting gurus here that know what we're doing. We're still trying to wrestle with this ourselves, or at least I am. I'll let them speak for themselves. But it's no, it's a constant. I I don't want to use the term battle because I don't I don't feel like there are probably sinful aspects of of not enough activity. But I think for the most part, it's just a daily like trying to figure out how to how to fit everything into the few hours that God has given us very much in an Ecclesiastes sort of way, right? What is, what do we do with these hours under the sun and to try and be good stewards of them, to be good stewards of our bodies, to be good stewards of our time, our finances, our time with family, our jobs and, and all these different kinds of things. And, um, you know, I think to, to your point, Adam, like there's a, there's a grace and mercy and, and maybe somebody needs to hear that, that, that feels, like this is an obsession one way or the other uh, that 
you know, the, the, the Lord is, is calling us to follow him, to trust in him, to look to him for guidance. And I, whether it's fitness, nutrition, or any other non-command kind of thing that we've got, like, again, getting back to that idea of having an abiding walk with Christ is really the only way that you'll have a proper perspective of, of how to balance these things out well. There's a, I'll, I'll say this, there's a uh, PhD student here right now, Lainey Greer, who's got a, a blog called Embodiment uh, that she's she's doing a lot of great, I, I think she's doing a lot of great thinking and uh, practical wisdom on this kind of thing where, you know, she's, she's a theology student, very sharp mind, um, looks at the theology of these kinds of things and also has just a lot of down to earth practical tips. And, you know, I she's probably said everything that we've said today a uh, hundred times yeah. better. So maybe, maybe she can put a little banner at the bottom of her website to <laughs> link back to this podcast or something. Yeah, no, I, I agree with, with both of you guys. It's, there's no way that I figured any of this out and it's, but I think it's helpful because sometimes we, we feel trapped in the church where, um, it, it, you either lean one way or the other, uh, where it's like, hey, we're all in on the Daniel diet, or we're we're just kind of eating whatever is there, um, and we don't really know how to talk about it. And so um, I think it's just it's helpful to have a conversation where we say, okay, let's step back and and actually look at why we're why we need to do this, and let's not go let's not go way crazy with it, because. Could Ed- Edwards wasn't out there doing uh, what toe to heels or heels to toe or toes to bar whatever. <laughs> yeah, sure, whatever they call it. Toe, 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 toe to heel. heel. That is an incredible workout. <laughs> I want to see this right now. Have you seen the metatarsals <laughs> on that guy? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that is not how the body was designed to operate. <laughs> I was uh, I was well, waiting on you to say like toe, uh, heels to the back of the head or something like that. Like, uh, <laughs> That's actually yeah. possible. Toe to heel, I'm pretty sure, would take a body places it's not allowed to go. <laughs> uh, it shows you it shows you uh, how much I I pay attention to CrossFit. Um, but it, he was just doing daily activities. He was going for a walk. He was riding his horse he was cutting firewood um but being purposeful in that so it, it's it's a balance for sure yeah the the cutting firewood thing definitely makes a lot of sense i i don't ride horses so i'm not sure how you ride a bike i mean is it this well see yeah, with, with a bike, with a bike you're, you're at least moving, moving your legs you're, you're propelling yourself forward our uh our horse riding audience of which i'm sure there are many uh can <laughs> can comment <laughs> our equestrian friends that's right please comment let let us know uh the the physical exertion required to ride a horse maybe the core right you just it, maintain yeah. riding posture or there's definitely some leg workout in, in riding go. a horse not not the same as riding a bike but yeah let it, let it be said that's not me uh <laughs> dogging on horse riders it's more of a legitimate question i i don't ride horses so i don't know what what muscles that requires so no, that's good. Is there is there anything else you guys wanted to add before we we wrap this up? Um, I think this shows that we have a lot of wind in our bodies. That uh, a topic that we started out by saying, really, you want to talk about fitness? Uh, we can uh, send lots of air out of our bodies to talk about basically anything if you give us enough time to do it. So, yeah, 
I don't know that if that's good true. or bad, but yeah, I, the only the last thing I would add is um, is that I, I think a good takeaway from an episode like this would be um, to just begin thinking about something that perhaps we neglect and never think about. But I don't think yeah. I don't think anybody if you take the if you take this episode and somebody like goes and just drastically changes their diet and fitness program. That's not the goal. Um, I I think that the, I think the point of all of this is just to get us thinking about something that we very often neglect inadvertently um, and to just be mindful of it. Um, Not to, not to make any, there's no reason to make any drastic changes in your life um, necessarily. So anyway. Yeah. And maybe say, I think this is kind of what you're saying, the idea that all of life uh, can and should be uh, considered an act of, of bearing yep. the image of God that we that we were created in. And so there's there's not a realm in which we exist that, that doesn't have, if you want to use the term theology, a theological component to it, right? This pertains to us as creatures who were made in the image of God. Uh, you know, we could... I don't know. We could probably do episodes on anything. Uh, and there, there is a theological component to it, a way that this does or does not honor the Dancing. Lord. Dancing. Uh, yeah. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I, hand, I'm hand pretty sure I would have even, even less on... Your mercy fall. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, see, that's... I need you guys to take care of yourselves so that we can podcast when we're 80 because um, because at this rate... When we'll... you're still in diapers. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. I want to start... You just never transition out of that. You just go straight through to the old age diapers. <laughs> hey, as long as you're there with me. All right, um... This has been this has been fun. There is ultimate joy to be pursued in this life. It's not in uh, your physical fitness or uh, a diet, but it is in the person of Jesus Christ. So pursue Him. 